0: well hello everyone and welcome back to alzheimer's speaks of radio i'm thrilled that you can join us today we're going to have a wonderful conversation about the magic of music but before i introduce our guests i always like to do some housekeeping so first of all if you like that opening song it's called clarion call by the mark arneson band featuring maya Dore, and you can download that on any of the wonderful music platforms that are out there also, for those of you that are new, Alzheimer's Speaks is about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to talk to everybody all around the world, all ages and stages of life that are being impacted by dementia. So those living with it, um, being diagnosed or caring for a loved one or a friend, um, maybe you are a professional uh, care provider, maybe you are like our... Guest today, a musician, a movie director, um, a researcher, an advocate. Everyone is welcome. We've had kids on the show as well that are making powerful uh, changes and projects uh, to uh, affect our dementia care. Now, I want to do give a couple of shout outs. One is to Maple Hill Senior Living. And also, uh, Moments Hospice, they are sponsoring an event I'll be doing, and this will be both virtual and live. It's going to be a hybrid, September 15th from 8 to 9 a.m. Central Time. That's here in Maplewood, Minnesota. We're going to be talking about perception, stigma, service, and movements going on. Um, Also, on the uh, second and fourth Wednesday, I facilitate a virtual memory cafe, which is sponsored by Arthur's Senior uh, Care, and that starts at 1 Central Time, and again, that is virtual. And then I also facilitate a caregiver support group, which meets in person the last Wednesday of each month at 10 a.m. Central Time, and that is sponsored by Brookdale North Oaks, and the Shoreview parks and rec and i can give you more information just reach out to me at radio at alzheimerspeaks speaks.com i want to give another shout out to the brain donor project that's braindonorproject.org check them out they need both diseased brains and healthy and um, to my knowledge there's no cost for that so that is something really special and can Really help push our research forward. And then if you want to push out your calendar to November 2nd, uh, Together for Dementia is an international conference. It's being sponsored by the Dementia Resource uh, Research Charity Brace. And you can sign up for that. Again, that's November 2nd, and we have more information on our main website, AlzheimerSpeaks.com. Last, I'm going to shout out to uh, DementiaMap, which is a global resource directory. If you haven't checked it out, please visit. We have 150 different categories that people can search. Um, we are not just putting everybody and anybody in there because we want people to respond and uh, we think that that is is extremely critical uh but there's so much great information especially with covid gearing up people are looking at you know, how do I cope? Um, so you will find all kinds of great resources on uh, Dementia Map, and that's just DementiaMap.com. If you have a resource, product, tool, or information that you would like listed on there, again, um, you can sign up for a tour with me. I'll do that personally. Uh, or you can just go to Join Dementia Map. It's pretty easy to do. So... Uh, We are going to hear from the foot bar walker, and we will be right back, and I'll introduce you to our magical guest about music.
1: Introducing the life-changing foot bar walker.
0: I'm Peggy from Danville, Kentucky, and I'm 91 years old. The foot bar walker revolutionized my care of George. The saving that I made from having to put him in a nursing home came to about $192,000.
1: TheFootbarWalker.com. Peggy, would you recommend The Footbar Walker?
0: Do I ever. I would not be in the health that I'm in today at this age had it not been for The Footbar Walker. Okay, well, it's time to introduce you to our guests. I do want to remind people we are a live show today, so if you have any questions or comments, you can call in at 323-870-4602. That's 323 870 04602. So uh, let me introduce you to Steve. Steve Toll is a classically trained musician and composer. He is a care and hand specialist at Comfort Care Home Care. His interest is in really this amazing transformation regarding the power of music, and that really inspired him to do some research and develop a philosophy which uses music as a powerful therapeutic tool. Uh, He trains caregivers in the use of music for people living with dementia as a daily stream and has a daily live stream uh, program called Tune In Today, which uh, features memorable songs and interesting musical antidotes. So welcome, Steve, how are you today?
1: I'm doing well, Lori. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, it's fun to have you back on the show. It's been a while since we since we've chatted here. I always ask everybody first off if they've been personally touched by dementia in their own family or circle of friends. So, if you wouldn't mind sharing that with our audience, and we'll get into our line of questioning.
1: Well, you know uh, that's interesting. I I fortunately in my family haven't had anyone touched by dementia but uh, my really when i started working with music and this goes back now probably uh it's over 25 years ago that i've been working with seniors with dementia really the inspiration for this uh was my my wife's grandmother and she was living in an assisted living in upstate pennsylvania and she was someone who had all of her faculties until the day she died at the age of 98. But the interesting thing was when I would visit her, she would say to me, uh, because I'd bring my guitar and we'd play some songs together, and she would say uh, that she had her friends there at this assisted living and that she didn't have any friends. I said, well, what do you mean? all these women that you live with, I know that you know because it was a small town. And she said, well, I don't mean that. She said, I've lost them because they have dementia. But she said, when you come and you bring your guitar and play songs and we sit together, I feel like I have my friends back. So that was really an amazing moment for me to understand how music had that impact to bring these people out of that disorientation and create an environment where they could connect socially again with, uh, with my wife's grandmother. So that was not a, a direct family member, but it was really an understanding through her experience that was quite, uh, quite amazing.
0: Wow, that is amazing. And it is an eye opener because sometimes we just you know, we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what they were like before they sat down to to listen to, to your music and things and um for for that to give people such joy and connection. You know, we we have to teach more people the power of that. So I'm like I said, I'm thrilled that you're you're on the show with us today. Why do you think music is such a powerful medium for people living with dementia?
1: Well, you know, one of the things about music, and, you know, there's been a lot of scientific studies done about music and how it affects the brain, but music has been shown to be the, the last type of memory to deteriorate because musical memory encompasses so many areas of the brain. You know, when you remember a song, you don't just remember the song, it's a, you remember all of the associated memories, the people you were with, the event the time, it was, you know, little special nuances and things uh, that are all wrapped up in that memory. So, you know, that's one of the amazing things uh, because it does trigger those memories. And then you can bring someone out of a state of disorientation, not knowing where they are, and bring them to a place where we can actually engage and have a conversation. I've seen it so many times. You know, uh, I remember one particular time I was uh, doing a music program uh, at an assisted living and there was a woman there and she was sitting and her head was down and she was sitting in a wheelchair and uh, her her daughter was there that day to visit and she was sitting next to her. And uh, I started to play... Let Me Call You Sweetheart, the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the old time, great sing-along song. And uh, her, the, this woman, her head rose. She started to sing. She was looking at me, and she was smiling. Now, after the music session was over, uh, her daughter came up to me, and her daughter was in tears. And she said, you know, my mother has not engaged in almost a year she's been despondent, she hasn't engaged, she hasn't been able to talk to me. And she said, because you did that song, and she sang along now, it it, it really uh, motivated her to sort of come alive, and they actually were able to connect. Now, maybe it was a brief time, but it did make a difference for both the the mother and the daughter to be able to have that connection that was all – it was all because of the song, all because of that song, and that happened. So, you know, that's an amazing aspect. You know, the other the other elements of music is that music tends to relax us. It creates uh, a, a place where we can feel safe. Because of what goes on in the brain, we actually can uh, – the the uh, the endorphins come from music and actually also oxytocin, which these these that occur in the brain they create a feeling of safety they create a feeling of of engagement of social of socialization of empathy and so we can all feel better when we hear music so there's a lot of scientific evidence now. That supports this. I know when I (laughs) first started working with music many years ago, uh, you know, there really wasn't all the science, but now the science supports the fact that music is just so such a wonderful tool in so many ways.
0: Exactly, exactly. Well, thanks for sharing that. You know, one of the things I think people wonder about all the time is how do you select music when you're working with someone else? I mean, we all know our own preferences, but how do you figure out what someone else is going to positively react to when, you know, many times people with dementia can't communicate the way they used to?
1: Yeah, well, you know, one of the things, and, and, and we use a, a tool, uh, and you know I've been doing this for a long time. You're really getting to know the person. So we have something called a social history assessment, but um, you know it's the, it's the conversation as it's as much as you can speaking with the person with dementia, and you know when that sort of uh, you know when you can get as much as you can from the person, then it's family members, it's anyone who knows the person. You know, a lot of times you can find out great information from somebody who, you know, you may not even realize. I mean, I know that I've learned information about people from staff at assisted living. Uh, It might have been somebody who cleans up the room or somebody who does food service or something because uh, on some level they learn something. So what... Uh, so really what I'm getting at is learning as much as you can about the person's past and, you know, how they've related. What did they do? What what part of the country are they from? You know, um, what, what maybe second language do they speak? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what were their hobbies? What were their interests? What type of education do they have? You know, learning as much as you can, and then you can find out, sort of and figure out what may work and then you try things. Now I know a particular case of this uh, man and his name was Charlie. This is a number of years ago and I met Charlie uh, and he had uh, Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and he um, just was agitated all the time. He just would, he, he just did not like To uh, You know, he didn't like to. The big thing that agitated him was any time he had to get into the shower or the bath. And -hmm. that's a fairly common thing. Uh, And in speaking with Charlie and speaking with his family, uh, I learned that uh, he grew up in New York City and he loved the uh, Broadway shows. And Mm -hmm. there was a particular song that he loved. And so I, I started to play the song one day and it's the song eight misbehaving. The no one to mm-hmm. talk with Obama, that, that song. And Charlie sort of would amble down the hallway, sort of almost dancing down. And he totally forgot the fact that he didn't like to get a bath or a shower and uh, <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I talked to the caregivers. I said, you know, this works, this is something you can use. Just uh, you know, start singing that song, take his hands, do a little do a little sort of dance in the chair before he gets up. And it worked like a charm every time. So that was that was learned because we understood his his interest in the Broadway shows and in that one particular show and he loved that song. So, mm-hmm. you know, these are the little gems you'd find out by getting to know someone.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you made the comment about he he forgot he didn't like getting into the shower because when my mom was having a really difficult time um with grooming, I remember talking to Tippi Snow and saying um and I've mentioned this several times on the show but we always get new listeners and it was just so profound. Um, I said, it's almost like the water hurts her. And she said, it does, you know. And so she recommended getting a handheld and a rain shower. So I went into the nursing home and I said, I want to replace all of your shower heads in the nursing home to handheld and to rain heads. And the director just shook his head and he started laughing. And I said, what's so funny? And he's like, you always come in at perfect timing with stuff. And he's like, what makes you you know, want to do this? And I told him, and he's like, well, what else would you like in the bathrooms? And I said, I'd love to see heated floors and heated towel bars and different colors and music pumped in. And I said, and especially, I would love to have staff turn some of the old songs, because I think it would just reduce the stress um, of that timing. And, and that was a perfect example of how music just does that. And it's a simple thing. It's free we don't even have to be on key. I learned that because I I don't sing on key, and usually try not to <laughs> just to avoid embarrassment. But my mom didn't care. It was all about the melody, and um, and so yeah, it was kind of kind of interesting there.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and it really you know people say this to me all the time. Well, you know, I, I, I caregivers. Well, I can't sing. I don't know the songs. Well, you know, uh, it doesn't matter if you can sing really because mm-hmm. it's just singing along to things and you know i've i've created a lot of uh of music that's available out there uh for people to 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 use to stream or on youtube and the different programs that i do and i, I can i can talk about those but you know but before i do just the the, the fact that you're engaging you're looking at someone and the songs are simple I mean, a lot of these mm-hmm. are very simple songs, and and they're fun. It, it really is all about, it's all about the fun. It's all about the engaging. It's not about the quality of the music. It's not about the talent of the singer or or any of that. Because this is not about performance. Mm-hmm. This is about engaging. It's engaging with someone, and that's that. That's the difference, you know we you know we go to concerts and see a performance and you know maybe it's a virtuoso and that kind of thing but this is not about that this is about just having fun with some familiar songs and um you know and just ha- just having a good time now you know if if um if people are interested in downloading some some music i have lots of music available uh, on the streaming app uh, called SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud is a music streaming app. It's, it's free to uh, download it, and you can download it on uh, for an Apple device or an Android device. And once you start that free account um, and you search for uh, Joyful Memories, which is the name of our music program, uh, and search for Joyful Memories and my name, Steve Toll, in the search, then there are all these playlists that'll come up and there's over 200 songs there. And it's all categorized uh, by sing along songs, songs from Broadway shows, folk songs, country songs, inspirational songs. They're all there. And, you know, they're very, they're, uh, they're all simple uh, productions. It's just me singing and playing the guitar and so they're really easy to sing along to and they're very simple to learn and um you know they're they're out there for people to utilize and these are these uh these resources also youtube is a tremendous resource for the old songs and also being able to see some of the performances mm-hmm. you know i often in my in my tune in today program which is my live stream Uh, program that I do at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, every weekday on the Comfort Care Facebook page. Um, You know, I talk about some of the songs. I perform a song, and then I'll let people know who the original artist was, you know, and that if you want to uh, listen to the original artist's rendition of a song, you can find them on YouTube, and it's just an amazing resource because it's all free, Mm-hmm. it's just incredible to me uh and you know some of the uh some of the great songs uh take a song like singing in the rain you know simple fun song to sing along to uh if you go and find the original rendition of Gene Kelly and see the dance and so that's always a fun thing to do so you know i always tell caregivers there's so many great resources you can engage with someone uh, and you know, just using your phone or a tablet, and uh, bringing these things up and uh, sharing them with someone and enjoying that together—it's it, so therapeutic and such a great way to connect.
0: Agree, agree. And like you said, there's there's so many resources out there that are that are free for people to tap into, but it's so hard, you know, to find these. And Steve and I were talking offline, I'd love to see you guys uh, join a dementia map because that would be a perfect setting for people to be able to help find exactly what you're doing out there because they really, really need this, especially now, you know, we don't have, you know, so many of the adult days aren't any longer, you know, either they've gone totally out of business or they're not in business. Um, with COVID right now and uh, families are, are just really in crisis out there. So that would be, that would be wonderful. So again, that's um, tune in today on Facebook at the uh, Comfort Care and that's C-O-M-F-O-R-C-A-R-E at one o'clock Eastern. So that's um, 12 Central, 11 Mountain and 10 Pacific time. Um, with that, so definitely check that out. Those live streams, and then also going to SoundCloud and looking up "Joyful Memories" and Steve Tall to to get a bunch of a, a bunch of songs, over two hundred of them. So that'll keep you busy for a while. Yeah. So thank you and, so much. And
1: then the sure the the other thing that uh, you know all of my tune in today programs that I do, I also post on our YouTube channel. That's the Comfort Care youtube channel and there's a playlist there called tune in today and i have every program there listed by date <clears throat> so if you miss the live stream it doesn't matter because all of these videos are there for a- any time and they're 30 minute programs uh you know and they've got music and some information about the songwriters or maybe the show or you know some of my memories of the songs and the memories that are triggered for me. I mean, I have so many memories associated with songs and, you know, that's really the beauty of music because, you know, we hear a song and then it transports us somewhere, you know, and Mm -hmm. I I remember, I remember uh, when I was a kid, we would go to, I grew up in Philadelphia and during the summer we'd go to Atlantic City, New Jersey and there was a place there called Steel Pier. I don't know if anybody's listening from that area remembers. This was a great place, and because they had every uh, artist, every singer, every comedian, you know, who, who performed there. And we would go there once a week. I mean, what a great, great opportunity it was for me. But I saw all of the great big bands: Count Basie, Duke Ellington. Glenn Miller, the Dorseys, you know, all of those great bands. And uh, I also saw all the great singers, Frank Sinatra, Elvis, on and on, you know. And what I remember so clearly, though, was one memory of Louis Armstrong. And I must have been about 10 years old, and I was there. And there was a ballroom at the end of the pier, and it was open on either side. And the, I remember hearing uh, a song, one particular song that I remember that Louis Armstrong did and, and which I I still love today called When You're Smiling Uh, Mm -hmm. said, it's a great, great concept. Smiling is a wonderful thing to do. And we all, it's contagious in the best way, but I remember hearing him do that. And I remember, just being at the stage and having my arms on the edge of the stage and watching Louis Armstrong perform and seeing people behind me dancing, and my brother was there. And when I hear that song, I can, I can just imagine that. It just comes right to me in my mind's eye. I can see it happening. I even think I can smell the ocean breeze. You know, that's how vivid the memory is that's, that comes to me from listening to that song. And I have lots of things like that, but, um, you know, it's, it's just a wonderful thing because music has the power to transport us. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I say it all the time, transport us to places that we've been, but also to transport us to places that we imagine. You know, there's lots of songs that that, uh, you know, help us to imagine things and and uh, they're very creative. You know, I, I I play a song called I Got the World on a String and that's a great song. I Got the World on a String, Sitting on a Rainbow, Got the String Around My Finger, you know, and it's just such a highly imaginative kind of song that brings up these, these great images or, mm-hmm. you know, a song like Somewhere Over the Rainbow, you know, that's associated with the the wizard of Oz and Judy Garland. And, you know, we can be transported back in time to maybe the first time we saw that great film. You know, I remember how mesmerized I was as a kid seeing that for the first time. And when the, the, and when they got to Oz and the color came on, you know, Mm -hmm. what an amazing thing that was. Uh, So, you know, it's all, it's all triggered by the by the music and by the song by the great songs. You know, our imaginations are just such great places to be, and the emotion that's involved. Because you know, when when people are 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 uh, living with dementia, you know, it's really the emotional connection that we can make. We can connect on an emotional level, and music is all about emotion. Music <laughs> brings forth emotion. It, it, it helps us. To feel, it helps us to experience uh, the, these great feelings. And then, when we do that together with someone living with dementia, we can experience it together. Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm so glad you brought up about the emotion and the feelings because a lot of times I think people forget how emotional music is and how it does trigger, a, you know, a place and time for us in terms of what was going on in our life. And I think that that is just so um, critically important. You know, you had mentioned that you, you know, have your tune in today, you know, to kind of be able to um, capture, you know, an isolated audience. Um, are there other things that, that you're doing or comfort, um, comfort Care is doing to reach people who are feeling isolated?
1: Well, you know, one of the things that we do is we do, and especially this, this you know, started really during COVID is uh, doing uh, programs via Zoom and doing sing-alongs uh, with people. You know, you mentioned about adult, uh, adult day centers, and, you know, a lot of them, of course, are struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them and some of the senior centers, too, are offering, uh, you know, programming via Zoom. And I do several programs with some of the senior centers where, you know, I'm doing a sing along with people uh and, you know, they're there and able to engage together and, you know, we can, we can talk and, and, you know, they can request songs. Uh, it, it still becomes a lot of fun. So we're doing that. And, uh you know, this is our joyful memories program at Comfort Care, so uh you know many of our of our offices around the country in Canada are uh conducting these um, virtual sing alongs basically where i'm doing programs and uh you know coming coming across on my with my computer and playing my guitar and and doing the songs that people like and they can they can sing along or they can just sit back relax and listen so that's that's something that um you know that we're that we're doing. And, um, you know, we, we'd love to do more of those kinds of things as well. And, you know, I also do various uh, presentations about the power of music uh, for, mm-hmm. um, you know, different different groups around the country that are interested in learning more about music and how to use music in care. Uh, because, you know, it, it is one of the things that it, it can be done, look, let's face it, if we can... If we can be together in the same space, you know, perhaps that's better. But, you know, this is a new world. And, you know, and I think that we have to realize that there are there are ways to connect with one another uh, virtually. And, you know, I know when I do my program, I, I, I feel connected to the people who are there. And uh, it is quite amazing. You know, I mean, my I feel so fortunate to have this technology to allow us to connect, uh, you know, virtually. Because if we didn't have that, it would really be be so difficult, and people would even be more isolated and feel alone. But you know, if we can connect virtually. We, we don't have to feel so isolated. And, you know, this is a big issue in our, you know, in our, in our society, you know, people feeling mm-hmm. isolation. So with the tool, the virtual tools, you can do it. And um, it's very simple, you know, something like something like zoom, uh, you know, you can have a free account it Doesn't require too much uh, technology. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, 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 we can, we can uh, connect that way. So, that that's something that we're that we're doing and i suspect that we'll have to be doing it more and more.
0: Yeah. Now one thing i just want to clarify with your with your live streaming the the tune in today is that free or is there a charge for that because some listeners may be questioning that.
1: No, that is totally free uh, to to you know go to that that it's on facebook it's a live stream it's free and also the the youtube channel uh comfort care all of that is all free it's all out there for anyone to uh to to listen to to use uh as is the soundcloud app and all the music there's no charge for that and it's uh, it's it's free and you can stream as much as you'd like that music
0: okay wonderful thank you i just i i all of a sudden i thought oh, i bet somebody out there is wondering about that and <laughs> we might as well clear that we might as well clear that up.
1: You know, you know, really, you know, really, our goal really is to is, is to get the music out there so people can can feel better, can enjoy mm-hmm. it, can connect. Because you know, mm-hmm. to the extent that we can help people to connect, create uh, a more social environment where there's more kindness and empathy, then you know, every everybody benefits. Whatever whatever they're doing, whether it's business or whatever it is. You know, you're going to benefit because we need to create that kind of an environment where people can connect. And the care that we provide, you know, that, that we can have good relationships, caregivers, mm-hmm. and need to be able to relate to one another. The music is a great catalyst. It's a great tool for to mm-hmm. these connections that last Testing connections, and that's really what we want.
0: Yep, yep, I, I so agree, and and we have to do this in a in a way that is um, comfortable and economical to the population in need. Uh, for sure, can you share some of your most memorable moments in working with the dementia population? I, I would imagine you have a long list of of uh, memorable I, moments. I do,
1: and I do, and you know, the one that that pops right in my mind is is, a, is one that this happened over twenty years ago, and I and I. I still, I tell people this has to do with really someone, this is playing a musical instrument. And I always tell people that uh, think maybe that they can't play their instruments anymore. Maybe people played the piano at one time or a guitar or whatever instrument they play. These, uh, this type of memory, it's like, you know, riding the bike kind of a thing. It's uh it's it's a memory that sticks with you mm-hmm. uh, so you chances are if you haven't picked up in a while you could still play it but the story is that um i was uh playing uh it was a, a, a music program at a uh a a dementia care unit and there was a man there and um and he was he was very you know, but whenever I would play music, he would tap on his legs. Mm-hmm. And the way he tapped on his legs, you could tell that, I mean, he, he really had like a, a good sense of rhythm. So uh-huh. uh, his, his wife was there one day, and I said, you know, your, your husband seems to have a very developed sense of rhythm. And she said, well, that's not surprising because he was a drummer in a dance band in the 1930s. And I said, wow, that's amazing. You know, and she she brought in a picture and you could see him in in, in the band. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, do you happen to have any of his drums? And she said, well, I think there's a snare drum in the attic. Mm-hmm. And she came back the, the following week and she had that snare drum. And, uh, you know, we put it in front of him and gave him the drumsticks. And I started to play a song. And his head rose, he picked up the sticks and he started to play like he had never stopped. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was like a miracle. And he's, he looked at me, he even winked his eye at me. And this is someone who did not engage. And from then on, that was what he wanted to do. He'd see me come in with the guitar and, almost run to the closet where they kept the drum, and it, it just turned him on so much. And, you know, for years later, that was part of what he did. And after I wasn't really going there any longer, uh, they would play recorded music and he would play along and he became sort of like a, a celebrity in the, in the place because everybody loved the way he played and he, you know, it, it really just sort of brightened him up and, it, it, it was so amazing, and in fact, uh, and this is a while ago. Uh, at the time, and this was in uh, in Pennsylvania, the uh, the local news channel heard about it, and they came and they they you know they took some footage and they interviewed me, uh, and uh, because it was it was such an amazing transformation from someone who was who was basically despondent, not engaged at all someone who became like a performer again. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was amazing. And he, you know, he didn't, he hadn't forgotten anything. And I still always remember every time I do the song, five foot two, eyes of blue. Oh, what those five feet can do. Has anybody seen my gal? Every time I play that song, because that was the first one that we played together, I put back to that. That amazing moment when he started to play, and you know that that uh, has inspired me for for <laughs> so many years to to also tell people, you know, take that instrument out if you haven't played it. Now I, I have another one of those regarding uh, playing a musical instrument. I was doing, I was working with uh, an occupational therapist in Philadelphia, and we were going around and we were doing home visits. And there was a, a, a woman taking care of her mother, and we went in the home, and the the, the mother had had Alzheimer's disease, and uh, there was I noticed that there was a piano in the living room, and the lid was closed over the keys and um i i said to the the daughter i said um who who plays the piano in the home and she said well my mother used to play but she doesn't play anymore because she has alzheimer's disease i said oh really i said that's interesting and i went over to the piano i lifted the lid and i started to just play a little bit a few of the keys and uh the the mother uh, came into the room she made a beeline for the piano, sat down on the bench, and started to play. And the, the daughter was completely amazed. And well, she said, this is great. She said, this is great. And now, she said, now when I'm in the kitchen, you know, preparing a meal, I'll know where my mother is because I can hear her playing. Now, we we believe in sort of analyzing what had happened there is mm-hmm. that because the lid was closed over the keys – that the that the, the the mother didn't recognize that it was a piano and so when we we lifted the lid and sort of you know prompted her by hitting a couple of keys then she remembered that uh you know she recognized it as a piano
0: mm-hmm. so that's
1: that's what we believe was going on there so we have to remember too that you know someone's senses are 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 altered, you know, when someone is living with uh, with dementia, Alzheimer's disease, or any other form of dementia, that they're not seeing things the way we without the disease. So we we have to sort of you know a lot of times uh, think about that in in, in everything we do uh, when we're thinking about the environment that someone's living in.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that makes so much sense, I mean, because a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, go get your coat out of the closet, and people will say, I don't know what a closet is, you know, or go to the restroom, and when the door's shut, they don't know that that's the bathroom, and so that makes total sense with the keys of the piano being covered, her not recognizing that. Um, the other thing I want to say is, you know, it, and it's kind of been fun for me as we've been talking, but every time you start singing a little bit of a song, I, I just, and my mom's been gone since 2014. She lived with dementia for 30 years, but I visualize her singing those songs. Five foot two eyes a blue and, and off she's going and her shoulders are, are, are jamming with the, with the tunes. And um, she, it was just her happy place. And so now when I'm hearing those songs, even though she's gone, they've become my happy place, even though it wasn't my music. Because there was so much joy in experiencing her, um, you know, with those. uh, We have several, I don't know, probably 10 different clips of my mom, you know, um, and how she just came alive with music. And, uh, you know, the entertainer would play the guitar and sing, and they were going to take my mom for an hour. She only lasted a half an hour, but of that half an hour, we got all these wonderful clips and you know there'd be times where she'd kind of go back to sleep again and then she'd wake back up with a big smile on her face and you know some of the some of the words she would remember um other times she wouldn't but her hands and her feet i mean everything was going to the rhythm of the song that that rhythm was still within her even if she couldn't remember the words
1: yeah and that you know that's that's the other thing too that how how rhythm is just sort of hardwired into us, and I talk about that all the time. You know, you hear the beat, the feet start tapping, the hands start clapping. Maybe you get up and start to dance if you can, or just dance in the chair. It's linked so so much to the to the music, and it it, it it is amazing. And you know, one of the other questions that I get asked all the time is, you know, the music that someone like your mother's age and that, you know, you remember, uh, you know, as people, uh, you know, as the baby boomers, you know, come into care, you know, will the music change? And, and that is true to some extent, but there's lots of songs that I play now too, that, uh, that have become, you know, sort of like the standards, like a lot of the R and B songs, a lot of the songs now from the sixties. And I, you know, and, songs from the uh from the 50s and 60s uh mm-hmm. during my program too and, and they've become you know the kind of songs that uh that that uh, maybe have the same significance as the as the old songs from the 30s you mm-hmm. know so it, it'll continue to change but there's always these these great songs so there's so many songs from the fifties and sixties that uh you know that I'm discovering and things that I knew and things that I that I play now and and also some of the old songs that have been redone uh you know and, and some just wonderful, wonderful uh, arrangements, you know. One of the songs I discovered recently and I, I've always loved this song, uh, but written by uh Rogers and Hart. Some enchanted evening from the uh, mm-hmm. from the great show South Pacific. Uh, there's a version of it which I discovered uh, on YouTube by the Temptations. The Temptations do an absolutely beautiful version of that old song, and so that that really uh, is amazing. I listened to that, and, and I, you know I also ran across the other day uh, the song Rhythm of the Rain which uh which is a song from 1963 i can hear the rhythm of the fall and rain you know if you remember that one yep. and yep. you know so you know and 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 so these now so i start playing these songs you know and uh you know i can remember them i mean i i uh you know grew up basically uh, i was born in 1954 or so you know i was really uh in the 60s and the seventies were a time for me for uh all that music and uh so you know, and there's lots of people, you know, my age and a little older who can remember those great songs from the uh you know, the R and B era, the and the, so of course the songs of the fifties and the doo op singing on the corners and all that kind of thing. So, you know, it continues to it continues to uh to go on with uh, just some great New classics, I guess you could say.
0: Yep. Oh, exactly, exactly. There's there's so much out there, and and even my mom, she she got to like some of the newer songs and stuff too. So I didn't always have to stay necessarily in her genre. She just loved music, and um, yeah. probably hip, hip hop, probably not so much for her. But
1: there was, <laughs> there was you know,
0: the '80s, the '90s, the '70s. Um, she enjoyed that and, and, too. You know,
1: that reminds me uh, of of another of another story that you know i was i was uh doing a music program at an assisted living and and this is uh this is probably 15 or so years ago maybe more and uh there was uh this i remember this little woman sitting in front of me beautifully dressed all decked out you know and she she was there she was listening to music very attentively And, you know, I was doing the old sing-along songs and, you know, the songs of Broadway. And, um, you know, there was a little brief moment there and she looked at me and she said, do you know any James Taylor? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I I said, sure. And, you know, so after the music session, and and this this woman at the time was probably in her mid to late 80s. And I said, just uh, out of curiosity, uh, how did you happen to you know you know hear James Taylor and listen to his music and she said, "Well, when my granddaughter comes and visits, she plays James Taylor for me, and I just love the songs mm. you know so yeah, so you know, and that was a great way that she was connected with her granddaughter who was introducing her to the music that she liked and yep. and, and so you know we never know how these connections are going to occur." And, you know, and I do a lot of, uh, of work with, with younger people. Uh, there's just so many. I, I was just involved in a program, an intergenerational program. We were working with younger people and pairing them with older people, sort of. And this was all virtual. Uh, and it's just amazing how the how they just got along so beautifully and could find So many common things to talk about. One of the most popular things to talk about was music, you know, and sharing Mm -hmm. favorite songs. Uh, So, you know, it's a a great way for young people and older people to connect as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, and my mom got me to... To sing with her because she, you know, her filters were gone. She didn't care. My mom always had a good voice. I've never had a good voice, you know. But, but um, she just didn't care. She just wanted me to sing and be happy with her. And so, she really got me to loosen up and, and kind of like uh, get over yourself. You know, you know, just get get in the moment. And that was a that was a big gift that she taught me in that process. There. Um, well, I can't yeah, believe her. Our hour is just flying by. We've got about nine minutes left. I mean, who who would have thought? Um, but time does go by quickly when you're having, uh, I think, an authentic fun passionate conversation about making a difference and bringing joy to uh, to people in this world. Is there anything that we haven't talked about? I know I want to highlight again, the resources, um, but is there anything um, else that you wanted to mention or another story that you wanted to, to, um, to plug that just came to you?
1: Well, you know, I, I really just want to encourage everyone to, you know, I always say, Share share a daily dose of song, you know, have, and, uh, you know, of course, you know, come to my live stream, tune in today, uh, and it's at 1 p.m. Eastern on the Comfort Care Facebook page, and you can also go to YouTube on the Comfort Care channel, and the Tune In Today programs are there. Everything is free. There's no charge for anything. SoundCloud is also uh, available as a music streaming app. And if you search for Joyful Memories Steve Toll, that's free. It's free to download it. You can have a free account, and you can listen to the music as much as you like. Um, You know, I think that music is one great way. There's so many things happening in the world that can bring us down, you know, that, you know, we see, you know, negative headlines and all kinds of things. But music is a way that we can connect and maintain positive attitudes because, that if we can maintain a positive attitude and keep ourselves in a positive place, that we're going to be healthier and that it's going to help us to age more gracefully and, and and in a better way. And you know, it allows us to feel more empathy and be kind. I mean, that's the main thing that I can say. Kindness is such a a, a, a gift and a wonderful thing that we can do. And music is a great way to promote and share kindness and share empathy and just uh, have a great time, have some fun, because if we're having fun, we can be positive. And a lot of times I know if I wake up in in the morning and maybe I'm feeling a little low, if I put on music, some songs that I like, it always changes my attitude around. So Mm -hmm. I recommend that everyone... Does that as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, um, and I I can't add because I'm limited to my space on um, the um, Alzheimer Speaks radio page, but I will add the SoundCloud and your tuning today information. On the blog as soon as i uh, as soon as we're done here, so that people have that, but we do have the email and the the website on the radio page um again that you can go to come c o m and then forforcare.com, f o r care dot com where you can find out more information as well uh Steve, this has just been such a wonderful conversation, really uplifting, and Lord knows we need our hearts and souls to feel uplifted and to be able to find out new free resources for people too is so Yeah, I, I
1: agree. I agree. So that I important. really appreciate you having me. I've really enjoyed, uh, enjoyed our conversation.
0: Yes, yes. And um, again, I, I hope that you'll consider co- joining us on Dementia Map to make it even easier for people to be able to find you. There's all kinds of wonderful things um, on Dementia Map, especially we're really trying to, Fill that activities section because there are so many families feeling lost right now um, with, the, with the pandemic um, in and of itself. And like we were talking offline, this has really forced the healthcare industry to, to serve in different ways. And it's also showing the disparities where people, we have to be able to get equipment and wi-fi out to families in need as well and so Mm. you know help bring light to that but to help spread the word of uh comfort care and um steve toll's wonderful work so many people love music so i know i'll be spitting this all out to my memory cafe people and so many other other groups as well uh that's great that's great yeah. And
1: any way that any way that we can spread the word is uh, really a wonderful thing. And you know, I really appreciate you having me, and uh, hope that uh, all every all the listeners, uh, you know, just listen to music, use music as a way to to connect and uh, keep yourselves feeling good.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful tool, and it's in front of us all of the time. Um so well again thank you so much Steve I uh, really appreciate you joining us Steve is the national director of music and special programs for Comfort Care and uh next time we will talk soon bye now
1: my pleasure bye
0: Hi everyone this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness your health and wellness journeys